Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of everyone's favorite mediocre program. This podcast is just okay. My name is Nick Rose. I am here to be your guiding light in that hour of darkness. Um, whatever that means, I am here. I am back. I am fully energized and ready to go. Uh, let's start the theme song. We got a lot to talk about today. <laughs> It is episode 38 of the program. Uh, we just celebrated one year anniversary of the show, which is cool. Um, I should have more episodes in the bank here, but I've taken weeks off uh, sporadically, uh, including last week. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, the the uh, Actually, two weeks ago. Um, sorry about last week's Mope Fest. One thing I hate more than anything is falling... Uh, prey i guess to depression and it's been hitting me a lot lately i've been so stressed out and it's been really difficult to get things started but i think i'm on the fast path to recovery here this week um the hardest thing is like i don't i don't have any any outside vices i don't uh i don't know i don't really do much of anything (laughs) anymore man i stay inside uh i've been catching up on a lot of netflix lately um i I know i say that in almost every show but it's true man the last i think three days i've watched about eight movies just kind of binge watching taking time off work and just trying to to reassess my head and uh i don't know trying to trying to put things uh together into perspective but um feeling somewhat okay as of today, and that's good. I'm not on any medications, which uh, I will admit, uh, maybe it's a good thing, maybe it's not. I don't know. I don't want to rely on pills to get better. And I do this podcast. This is my this is my outlet. That's why uh, sometimes I'll say things that you might not agree with and, and whatever, but it gets it out of my head, makes me feel better. Now, what's been going on this week? Um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, the Ghostbusters trailer dropped uh, a while back, and I saw that... And I gotta say, I am highly disappointed in it, really. Um, I I love the Ghostbuster films. Uh, if anyone knows me, they know how obsessed I am with Ghostbusters. Um, as a kid, I... I uh, I grew up watching. I know it front to back. I, I've got the real Ghostbusters DVDs, Extreme Ghostbusters. Uh, as for the originals, I've got you know both both editions of the DVD, two versions on VHS. I got two or three different versions on Blu-ray. I mean, I I love the movie, the both films. Uh, my son's into it. He's got all the old action figures that I used to have, and now that they've remade this movie. I think it looks god-awful, and it has nothing to do with the, the all-female cast. I think that could have worked had it been a sequel, um, because originally it, it was supposed to be the original cast passing down the torch to a new generation of Ghostbusters. That could have worked. Instead, you have this reboot where they're trying to recreate the old magic, and basically, from what I gather on the trailer, it looks like a Scooby-Doo cartoon. And I have nothing wrong with Scooby-Doo. I love Scooby-Doo, um, and... and uh, Especially the Scooby-Doo meets Kiss. We've been watching that a lot. But um, as for the movies, you know, the first two, my son loves those. That's what this reminds me of. And it's kind of it's kind of cheesy, and I, I'm not I'm not impressed by that. So um, my wife and I have kind of been uh, arguing back and forth because she really wants to see it. Surprisingly, the Ghostbusters fan does not want to see it. Uh, so I told her, I said, you know, you you and you and the kids, you have a a date day. You guys go check it out. I I have no interest in seeing that. But um. <clears throat> 
that's the main, the main trailer I've saw I've seen recently and uh, was not impressed by it. Now, uh, let's see. It is March, so uh, St. Patrick's Day is coming up. And what's more exciting than getting your kids' hopes up about St. Patrick's Day uh, than telling them the magical myths of the leprechaun and how uh, they will come in the middle of the night and shine your shoes and eat your dog? Uh, I've been trying to... <laughs> I've been telling that one for a while and... Uh, um, you know, up until this point, my son always thought that was funny, except this year he's kind of terrified and he's he's fearing for the dog's lives. And I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm just kidding that nothing's going to eat the dog, unfortunately. But um, <laughs> that's coming up soon. Um, let's see. Uh, Comic-Con is coming up soon. Well, couldn't be soon enough, but it is coming. I finally got my tickets for that. Prices have gone up. People stop moving to my state because you're ruining this for me. Um, <laughs> it, it it seems like each year the prices are going up and up and up, and it's getting harder and harder to afford. And it's gonna, I'm sure, gonna get to the point where um, we won't be able to go anymore. But we are gonna start working on our cosplay costumes, which is great because last year we went as uh, Harley Quinn and the Joker and Batman. My son was Batman. I was Harley Quinn, and my wife was the Joker. She had made all the costumes it was wonderful we're gonna do it again this year and surprise spoilers we're doing peewee's playhouse and that's gonna be awesome because my son loves peewee's playhouse and he's gonna be peewee herman and i think that's great he would look good in a bow tie um <laughs> he wants me to be cowboy curtis but i don't think i could pull off blackface uh and not get punched in the head so um we got to figure out a way around that but um <clears throat> That's uh, that's all the current news that's uh, been going on in my life, except for the fact that um, I'll remind you guys again that I do have official This Podcast Is Just Okay merchandise. Uh, you can go to cafepress.com slash This Podcast Is Just Okay merchandise. Uh, there's tumbler glasses, uh, wallets, hats, uh, keychains, uh, the works. And the coolest part about it, I designed the logos of, of the product. There's two different products. Uh, the one with the the, the horse mask uh, says this podcast is just okay. And the, my favorite one that I, I drew up on uh, Microsoft Paint, because that's how talented I am, of an 8-bit version of me. Uh, and it says this podcast is just okay. Mediocrity at its finest. So um, go ahead and check that out. Uh, get yourself some gear, man. I would love to see that. Get the gear. Send me a picture, and I'll put you on the website at facebook.com slash this podcast is just okay, which I will get into later. Now, before we get into our top five, which is a crazy one, let's play a song. I will take a break from yapping, and we will see you guys in a couple minutes. Glory. 
yourself Gotta do it right, standing in the light, pushing on the clouds Gotta do it right, standing in the light, pushing on the clouds Gotta do it right, standing in the light, pushing on the clouds Hey! Alright, so for those of you who haven't caught up to previous episodes, I suggest you go back and listen to uh, older episodes. I think it's episode 35 or 36. I announced that I was uh, retiring my band name, and I've been releasing all the uh, albums on SoundCloud. Uh, I stopped after uh, episode uh, after album number four, uh, just because SoundCloud's been kind of giving me a little bit of grief. But um, I will be posting more of those. Um, <clears throat> and for those of you of you that don't know, my last album as a, as a farewell is a tribute to Weezer's Green album. So um, <clears throat> I've been trying to to uh, throw some songs in there for you guys from that album just to show you uh, what it's all about. It's all acoustic. Uh, it's a tribute to Weezer. The green album, start to finish, I did all acoustic. So that was another, excuse me, another one off that album. So um, with that, you can go ahead to SoundCloud.com slash this podcast is just okay, which I'll get into later, um, which is probably where you're listening to it now, and you can go to um, my my playlists. I've actually created the albums in a playlist where you can download uh, every song for free. Um, which is something I've never done. I've always sold the albums at uh, $10 a piece. So um, my gift from me to you as a farewell to the Oz band name. Now, <clears throat> let's get into our top five. This one's kind of weird. Um, I was thinking, kind of kind of getting deep in my thoughts here. And um, <clears throat> this is uh, top five experiences that changed my way of thinking about life. Because, you know, as we grow and as life goes on, you change um, and you grow and you expand uh, to new horizons and you think in different ways and um, certain things, certain um, events in our lives can alter the way we live the rest of our lives and the way we think and the, the way that we open our eyes and perceive certain things. So, um, for example, number one, having kids. That changed my whole perspective on the world. Um I'm not as bitter anymore, believe it or not. Um, you start thinking of things that you never thought of before. Retirement? I didn't care about that before. Um, death? Dude, who's going to take care of my kids if something ever happened to me? Um, being a better person because uh, there's been a lot of time in my life where I didn't care about anyone else but myself. And um, that changed because you want to be that better person. You want to show by example of what it's like to live a better life and your kids will in turn do the same thing. Um, the problem we have is we got a bunch of, uh, we got a bunch of bad parents out there and I've talked about that in previous episodes too. Um, basically I live my life for my kids now and, um, I want to be that I never cared about being a role model or, or a positive influence on anybody. I just wanted to entertain, get paid and live my life. But now I have to do other things and I have to show them right from wrong and, and lead by that example, whether they're there or not, but, um, always got to do the right thing. And, uh, that's, that's something that, uh, I never thought of before. So, um, number two, uh, being humbled by being laid off. I know that sounds kind of weird, but, uh, when, when, uh, the recession hit in 2008 and I was laid off from work, uh, it was one of those things where I was like, you know, I'm on top of the world. You know, this is the be all end all uh, job. You know, I'm a manager. I manager is that's that's everything that you want to be in this world. You know, uh, it, it's an it's a power trip, basically. And, and you take advantage of that. <clears throat> but you realize 
that could end in a second. And when it ends and you have to start over and you start at the bottom again by scrubbing toilets and uh, working your way up, you start thinking, oh, well, this is beneath me. You start to realize that it's not. Nothing is beneath you. Um, and you start being more humbled and you start being grateful for the things you're given in life and you're earning. Um, and there's more to life than money. Uh, for the longest time, I would put, you know, dollar bills before everybody, before friends, before family, before anything. It was, how do I make the almighty dollar? And I'm not like that anymore. And I, and I feel like uh, a lot of weight is off my shoulders. I'm a nicer person. Uh, not really a people person per se anymore, but it's uh, it's different. I don't know how to explain it, but uh, I'm very grateful for the things I have in this life. And before it was always gimme, gimme, gimme. And now it's like, really, thank you to uh, to everyone who gives me an opportunity to do something uh, big. So being humble, um, never forget where you come from. Uh, you, we're all you know, in this life together, we're all human beings. We all have the same goal, which is survival. Um, we go to work to survive. We, uh, have a family that we provide for and we want our kids to survive and being humble. Um, I don't know. I think makes you more human. It makes you a, a better person and it's, uh, I don't know. It helps you live a better life, I guess. So, uh, number three on the list, marriage. <laughs> because uh, uh, everyone that knows me said uh, they they all they all know I always said I'll, I'll never do it. Don't believe in marriage. Marriage is uh, why do I need a piece of paper to show me how I feel? It's an institution. I don't need any of this junk. And um, you know what it's, it's taught me um, the thought of, of uh, I don't know a lifelong partnership and unconditional love. It's something that I didn't know uh, before marriage and before kids. But um, I got this wonderful person in my life that's my other half you know and uh i don't know what i do without her and i never thought that I'd, I'd be like that and um what what kind of triggered me um on that one we were we were supposed to go she had a friend who was uh studying abroad and living out in paris uh for for a while and uh the plan was to get all the friends together and go out to Paris to visit him for Christmas. So he wasn't alone. And we were saving up. You know, we got her ticket. And right before I got my ticket, I was laid off from work. And so, well, she's already got her ticket. I can't afford mine. Just go. And uh, I'll stay here and, and life will be okay. We can spend a Christmas apart. And um, we, started, we started talking about the whole thing. And uh, I never... And I said, I'm not going to marry you. I, I'm not into that. that that's ridiculous. And she brought up a point. And she said, well, then what point is there in coming back? And I was like, well, yeah, you're, you're actually right. And uh, I sat there and thought about it. And I realized how right she was. And I, I stepped out of my own ego, became humbled, and I went and bought a ring. And I thought, you know what? This would be perfect because we're going to spend our own Christmas together when she gets back from Paris. And that's when I'll ask her. And it'll be in her stocking. And of course, we uh, that didn't work out too well. We got into a huge fight, I think, God, about two two days before she left for Paris, and uh, it was like a what a four day trip, I think, there and and back. And we got in this huge fight, and that's when she's saying, "I'll never come back. I, I, maybe I'll just meet someone out there and stay out there and live out there for the rest of my life. You're never gonna give me a ring." And so I got up, got got upset, opened up the dresser drawer pulled out the ring and tossed it to her. And I said, there you have it. I was waiting. 
and you know for a better time and that was my my proposal i wasn't the best person in the world at the time uh now i would have done things way different but um you know it it's one of those things it it also humbles you and shows you a better way to live your life and um you you have this partnership and now i have somebody that shares these experiences with me forever and um of course you know there's rocky times and everything but uh like everything worthwhile in life it takes work and we work at it hard every single day and um it's one of the best parts of my life. So um, there's that. And I know she'll never hear that because she doesn't listen to my podcast because she's not a fan. Whatever. <laughs> Number four. Uh, this one's kind of a dark one. Um, being robbed at knife point. This one was kind of crazy. Um, you know, when I moved into my house uh, a while back, God, it's been almost eight years now. Uh, we were in the house maybe one or two weeks and uh, we hadn't had anything unpacked yet everything was just we're still you know adjusting to the to the change and uh i was feeling sick from all the stress i called into work uh ear infection and um my mom had a key to the house uh, and I'm, I'm downstairs sleeping and uh, i heard someone open the door and start walking through the house and i thought okay cool maybe my mom's here she knows i'm sick so maybe she brought me some soup wishful thinking i came up here and um no, <laughs> there were uh, two thugs in my house. Uh, one of them, uh, you know, held me down at knife point, and the other one ransacked my place. Uh, stole a lot of um, not really uh, valuable items, but more or less, um, oh, what's the word, sentimental um, items. You know, I had uh, I had my grandmother's jewelry box, and she passed away when I was young. I was I was only thirteen when she when she passed away, but she raised me. I like you know it it was a it was a very special thing to me that I had, and they emptied the box. They took everything. Um, my my grandfather, who had recently passed away just a couple months before we had moved into the house, they stole a bunch of his stuff, and um, I mean that hurt more than anything else. But up until that point, I always thought you know I was invincible. It could never happen to me. Um, people aren't all that bad in the world. You know, I'd, I'd go around. I wouldn't even lock my car doors at night because, you know, and who's going to steal stuff out of my car? And after this incident happened and they never caught the guys, um, you know, I, I actually, since I was sleeping, you know, I came upstairs in my, my boxers and everything. No, no socks, no shoes, nothing. I chased them down the street uh, about a block uh, barefoot and uh, never caught them, man. And uh, it, it was crazy because... Uh, you know, it's one of those things I was I was getting paranoid and, and calling the cops recently. I mean, all the time, every day, and uh, you know, looking outside my windows and locking everything up. I, that was the start of me not wanting to go outside and and be in the neighborhood and be involved with people because you know when they invade your your personal space. This is my area. This is my comfort zone, my safe area. No, no one can penetrate this, and they did. And um, and it made me made me think a lot about the world and how it works and how people aren't always what they seem. And uh, started locking my car doors at night. And the very first night that I locked my car door, um, someone jimmied the door and stole all my uh, registration and all that stuff out of the car. So uh, a lot of good those locks did. So uh, you know I had extra locks installed on the house. Um, you know the deadbolts. This is a this is a good trick. And we did this of course after the the robbery where we got uh, deadbolts that were about two three inches thick and you know drilled a deeper hole so it's going to take a lot longer for them to get inside at that point we put chains up on the doors front and back boarded up the the broken window and all that stuff but um that 
gave me a sense of human beings and human nature and what people are really capable of and that I'm not invincible and that I it can happen and it can happen again and again and again. It hasn't since, thank God, but uh, you know, everyone said, oh, you should get a gun. I said, no. Man, if, if anything, I'm going to make these dudes suffer, and I'm going to watch. I got myself a crossbow, which uh, is awesome, and uh, this big, gigantic Rambo-looking Rambo uh, Bowie knife. And I said, you know what? I'm going to make sure they they uh, they know what they're doing is wrong. So, um, you know, no one's come back since. And now, you know, I'm even more terrified now uh, because I have kids in the house. And before, it was just the two of us. My wife was at work, so she didn't experience this. It was just me by myself at home in a time where I should have been at work. Um, so it's kind of another thing where it's like, yeah, I'm going to work overnight. So that way, you know, someone's always home at night. Someone's always home in the day, protect the house. And uh, that's probably the best thing for us in this life. But um, it, it made me weary of people. And it still does. I mean, this is this is eight years ago, and it still affects me, and it still gets in my head. And I still I still jump at certain noises, or uh, um, I don't like to go outside much. And that was kind of the start of not wanting to go outside um, at all, especially in this neighborhood. And it's like I could move, but my house is paid off. I paid it off in full um, as a permanent spot, and this is what happened. So it's like, well, I'm kind of stuck here. This is my home. I own this. I'll never have that opportunity again. I'm staying here whether they like it or not, and they're going to be the ones to move. So um, it makes you stronger, and it makes you, uh, I don't know, humble. Uh, basically, the whole the whole episode of this is, is about being humble. So um, there's that. Number five, this one's kind of weird. I'm not going to get political, but um, 9-11. Um, it opened my eyes to question the world we live in. Um, before, I always took everything at face value. Oh, yeah, you know, why, why would anyone ever lie to us? Um, nothing is as it seems. And there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes going on in the government, which got me into conspiracy theories. And I started looking into that, not to, not to be like, oh, I'm a conspiracy nut, but just to expand knowledge and uh, open, open your mind to different possibilities that uh, something else might be going on in this world that... Uh, people don't want you to know about and it's good to have that knowledge so you're not surprised when something big comes um so uh, i don't know it, it's uh without these five experiences i'd be a completely different person and probably not the kind of person that i myself would want to ever hang out with um or, or anyone else would want to hang out with that, for that matter but then again who knows because uh throughout the years friends have dropped out of my life as things go on, um, a lot of them dropped out of my life after my wedding. The rest of them dropped out of my life after I had kids. Um, a lot of them stopped talking to me after the robbery. So maybe uh, my way of thinking is too uh, out there for them to grasp the concept because they haven't had those experiences. So um, those are my five this week. 9-11, uh, robbed at knife point, marriage, humbled by... Uh, basically everything and, um, having kids. Um, what are your top five? What, what in a, in your life has changed your way of thinking the way the world works? Um, it's an interesting topic to think about. And this, this one actually took me a while to, uh, to come up, come up with five, uh, real good reasons why I am the way I am. Uh, it doesn't make me, uh, a weirdo or a bad person. It just means I have a different mindset and a different way of thinking now that those experiences have happened to me. So go ahead and mull that one over. Um, let's get into our next topic, which is the Knicks picks. Here we go.
So for those of you who don't know as well, I do this thing every week called Next Picks, which is where I tell you something that I love and something that I hate in hopes of inspiring you to find something that you love and something new. Um, this week, I'm going to I'm gonna do a cop-out here and uh, say my podcast merchandise. I'm very proud of it. Um, I created the, the logos and everything. It's uh, through Cafe Press, which means I don't get a big commission off of each item sold. I mean, honestly, I think the glasses I marked up to like 15 bucks, and uh, I think I get a dollar off of that. So um, uh, that's why, you know, they're, they're so expensive. But um, uh, I get a kickback of that as well. And every little bit helps, you know. Um, go to cafepress.com slash this podcast is just okay merchandise, um, which I'll actually put it in the, the show links. Uh, the the notes um, at the end of the show here. So um, there's that. My hate it. Honestly, there's never enough time to sleep. Um, I do love my kids, but they. I wish I had the energy they did because they're slowly, slowly killing me day by day and and taking all my energy away from me. And it's really hard. But um, life goes on. You know. I wish I didn't have to go to work every day. Um, like I said, I wish I could do this for a living. This would be great. Um, but, uh, those you love it and hate it for the week. Um, let's get into our plugs, man. Um, if you're listening to the show on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash this podcast is just okay. Uh, you can also head over to iTunes, look up this podcast is just okay. Give me a rating, man. Five stars if you love it. One star if you hate it. Three stars if you're in the middle. It's okay. I've already stated that this podcast is mediocre, so I'm not going to get mad at a three star rating. So, um, but every little bit helps and every rating that I get, uh, boosts me up in the ranks on the new and noteworthy section, um, to where I'm heard by more, uh, awesome listeners like you. So there's that. Uh, Facebook.com slash this podcast is just okay. I do post all the, uh, the episodes there. I've been posting the, the songs there, I believe. Um, there's a, the picture of the, the merchandise on there. And uh, I'm also on KissMember34 on Instagram. Uh, KissMember34 at gmail.com, which you can email me anything. Uh, you need a word of advice or you want to... You want to give me a death threat, whatever, uh, K-I-S-S-M-E-M-B-R-34 at gmail.com. Um, I'd like to do another mailbag episode where I read your guys' questions and answers on the show. So go ahead and email me there. I'm at uh, OzMusic34 on Twitter and uh, YouTube.com slash KissMember34 where I do acoustic videos and photo slideshows, uh, which I'm also doing you know, as a side business, man. You want me to do a photo slideshow for a special event? Let me know. Uh, go ahead and write me on there. So um, I think that's all the plugs. If not, I'm sorry. Um, better luck next time. <laughs> but um, that's uh, the show for the week, and I will catch you guys next time.
It seems I might be losing touch Or maybe I just try too much Now I Now I get told I'm crazy Nothing you can say will face me now Well, I wanna see you standing next to me now Seems you got nothing much to say Go away.